welcome to South Road Boys. Hello. Uh, we're back. Another Monday. Another moment where I just look back at the future for <laughs> me. Looks back and goes, fuck, why did we do that? <laughs> why did we waste four years? Or possibly by the time you look back at this, it'll be even longer. Possibly. It could be 15 we years. Are gluttons for punishment. It just keeps giving and giving. You know who else is a glutton for punishment? Tell me. The people listening. Oh, yeah, they've only got themselves to blame. Yeah. And I'm going to point out one other person too, mm. uh, Porter. Porter. Now, a lot of people listening wouldn't know Captain Porter Captain was. Ketchup. Uh, but <laughs> Captain Ketchup, exactly. Is um, any superhero named In the last Captain week Ketchup? or so, yes. uh, Spotify mm. has been doing a thing where you can show what you've listened to on the year and what your favourite genres were and your favourite listened song and your top five songs you've listened to the most and your favourite artists and all that fun stuff. If you add it up, Every hour that I listen to Spotify in the last 12 months, yep. it would be 38 days for 24 hours. <laughs> there you go. Because I have Spotify at work, you see. Yeah. So, eight hours a day, five days a it's week. It's impressive. Hmm. But uh, someone's favourite podcast was <laughs> Porter. No surprise. Because the fucker listened to, what are we, 150 plus episodes in 200. a period. Well, yeah, I suppose he started. Yeah, it's true. Because he, he got rid of the 200. 200th, yeah. So near 200, because we had the missing tapes. Yes. Uh, in a space of what felt like a week. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a week, but I'll tell you what, it wasn't long. He Barry Allen'd it. Just, <laughs> he just butt-pounded it. He ended the time stream and just... Yeah. So, of course, on his numbers, he shot me a screenshot. Yes. South Row Boys were the favourite podcast of the year. Yay. So, well, someone's kudos favorite. to Porter. Someone's favourite, not yeah. just mums. <laughs> It's the only podcast he listens uh, to. So, don't know what he's going to do now, though. He's only got one a week. Oh, Paul. You bugger. know what you could do, though, Porter? Go back. Go back. <laughs> listen to it all again. Yeah, the things you love, you watch and you listen to again. It's like leftovers, the better the second day. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mr. Barnes. Mr. Mather. I haven't done this in, it feels like, so long. Masturbated in front of me? Even longer. <laughs> okay. Than that. Um, I've got a game. A game. Yeah, just it's not a big game. It's not a great game. It's not an inventive game. You know I love games. I know you love yeah, games, and that's why I, really I thought I should, I should come up with one. Oh, thank you. It's just a game of 20 questions. Okay. So you get to ask me 20 questions where I can deliver the answer yes or no. Cool, you could have let me warm up to this. You know, you could have let me just kind of get the vocal cords going, get the brain patterns kicking. No, balls the, deep straight you know, away. Get first the ass comfortably in the seat. <laughs> no, All that stuff. In for a penny, in for a pound, mate. Um, so what I've decided to do is I'm going to give you 20 questions where I get to answer yes or no uh, or unknown. You get to answer. Oh, it's in. Yes, yeah, sorry. So yep. I'm answering yes, no or unknown. Right. Um, to your questions, and all you have to determine at the end of that 20 questions, Mr. Barnes, 20 questions or less. Jesus. What movie did I watch on Saturday night? Okay, so I'm asking you, I've got 20 questions to try and get try and get to the result. Yes. And um, what movie did you watch on Saturday night? Correct. Now- Okay. You're a bit of a movie aficionado. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you, you know, like you're not like IMBD- like no. you, you go pretty balls deep on a lot of yeah. different genres, and you kind of, you know, it's something we both enjoy. So yeah, I can go kind of up to the elbow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I am 99.98732% certain that you have seen this film. I'm excited that you came up with a stat. Yeah. 
that I didn't just make up no, on the spot. Surely not. I got Dexter back from Perfect Match from the eighties. I've got him on eBay, and I've got him to work that shit out in calculations. I you say Dexter is in the TV show. No. <laughs> right. With a compatibility score of ninety-eight. All right, Mr. Barnes. Here we go. Off you go, son. Have a All crack right, at let's it. Let's have a go. Um, did we watch this movie on a streaming station? Uh, one, no. No. Oh, hang on. We, as in you and I, or we, as no, in no, the sorry, Royal as in we. when you watched it Saturday, did was I it watch it on a streamer? Uh, the answer is one, yes. Okay, right. So, in other words, this isn't a question, but in other words, what I'm trying to define is he didn't go to the cinema to watch a film because that would have narrowed it down very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> There's only about three movies on at the cinema right sure, now. Sure, but I could have gone to the DVD collection. True, but that would have been another question. Then, or the it? tape collection. Yeah. Or, the laser, down, or the laser disc collection. Yeah. Speaking of movies, though, Spider-Man's only about or, a week or so away. Or internet. Internet, true. Not technically a streamer. Not technically a streamer. Um, right. Um, you got to say yes, no, no, yes, no, or unknown. Mm. Okay. Um, would it be a movie that you think I love, or just a movie you think I've seen? Mm. Two. I'm going to say yes. I think you love it, but it's yeah. Fuck. I reckon you've enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say you love it. It's a bit more than yes or no. I mean, the the roadies are absolutely riveted by this anyway. Oh, I've got no doubt. Are you just logging into my online portal no, to find I'm out what I've watched recently? No, I'm down the numbers, so I remember how many questions I've asked. Two. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, okay, was it an, uh, did you watch it with your wife? Three, no. Okay, so that doesn't narrow it down, because that would have taken horror straight out of the mix. Wouldn't it ever? Yeah. Um, but I'm assuming you're not the kind of person that would normally watch a horror movie by yourself, but it could have been with the kids, though, too, because there's a very good chance you watched a movie Saturday night that Amy was out at a gig. Yes. Which means it might have been a kids' movie. Um, is this a movie from the 80s? Oh, four, yes. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so that means it wouldn't necessarily be an animated movie, but it would be a movie that was kids-friendly. They had animated movies back I then. I know they did, but they weren't the, the scope they are now. They didn't have the excitement and the drive and the branding. True. Yeah, I mean, they were just... I mean, it was... What about bigger than Simpsons? <laughs> um, oh, now, sorry. Pause, oh. On the, pause on the project. Right, but okay. There is a show on the Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's called Mixed Tape. I have seen that there, but I haven't seen it. Okay. It is a kid's film. It is targeted at kids. Mm. It isn't a 12-year-old that finds a tape and wants to learn more about a mum or something like that. So her grandmother was pregnant and had a kid at you know early, mid-teens, and that mum at age 15 had this girl. Spoilers, parents die when girl is age two. Oh. So she gets to about 12, a bit, bit coming of age, and she finds a mixed tape, but no tape. She's only got the cover. Oh, okay. And so she's wanting to learn about where she comes from. Now, she can't talk to her parents, her, her grandmother, who she lives with, who really bizarrely, I can't remember the name of the actress, but only looks like she's in her mid-40s, but then you do the math and that actually fucking works out. Um goes to listen to all these, tries to find all these old songs. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the local record shop. Good concept. And it's like the Ramones and, and stuff like that. It's not mainstream pop. Yep. It's it's a bit... There's no Ed Sheeran. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's a it's even in... It, it certainly is a, a retrospective in the 80s and 
it looks at some of the the fringe bands. I suppose is probably the way of doing it. Okay. Um, kids loved it. So it's more um, Empire Records style songs yeah. than what it is the top ten Kylie Minogue. Correct. Absolutely. Mm. You know Kylie here. Yeah. Well, the the record store that she goes to, there's no Britney in that. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's not quite. Um, High fidelity style record store, but you know, along those sort of lines, really loves his music. Anyway, kids loved it. I loved it, and I cried. <laughs> so, if you want a wow. tearjerker, because it's got multi levels, it's pitched at the the teens where my kids sort of enjoyed it, and then there's this underlying current about this child learning about her yeah, parents, right. and then some of the songs, and you kind of go, "Oh fuck, you had me hello." So it wasn't a bad movie then. I I, I enjoyed. Oh, did you watch that Saturday night? Uh, five, no. Right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, that would have been too easy. Yeah, but that's obviously not a movie that's from the 80s. Which, no, this is true, too. So, but you still used a question, so you can get fucked with your right, little sneaky sneaky. Um, right. Uh, did the movie have either some funky technology or robots involved? Uh, six, no. Right. Um, was it uh, anything to do with singing or dancing? Seven, no. Right. Um, wasn't an adventure film? Eight, no. No. Interesting. Mm. Um, you may, at the end of this, you may find that title and go, fuck, I'm going to argue the toss on some of those. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm no. going to argue the toss on some of those questions, but I think, right. you'll, I think you would genuinely agree that what I've given you is not a, uh, a bum steer. Right, <laughs> which okay. is steering wheel down the back of the pants. Yeah, and look, that's that's not something I've really ever been into. I've got to be yeah. honest. But you know what? It's only weird the first time. Fair enough. The old bum steer. Um, Big shout out to the LBGTIQ Plus community. <laughs> I doing. I think they're doing like a Targa rally <laughs> for is Pride it, Week. Is there actually? Um, I mean, is that another group? Is that a BS at the end? Probably the bum steer is. <laughs> yeah, so you got the you know LGBTIBS. <laughs> yeah, they just basically walk around with their hands on your ass and turn you. Nice. <laughs> That's their thing. <laughs> and have a really good time. Yeah. Um, I think we're up to seven. Is the movie led by an actor of that time who was really well known, like was really a, a key actor? Yeah, seven, yes. Right, Uh Would the actor have been Robin Williams? Eight, no. Right. Good guess, though, for that time period. Was it? Oh, 80s, though. No, he's probably more 90s now, I think about it. Okay, right. Um, Big in TV in the 80s. Yeah, true. He was just morking his way through at that stage yeah. still pretty much. <laughs> More yeah. calling Orson. Come in, Orson. <laughs> nanu, nanu. I reckon that'd be one of those shows if he went back now, that he'd still get a little giggle, but I reckon it'd be quite lame. Uh, well, yeah, depending on where you hit on the censorship mark and how much he got away with. Because he really mm. did have a unique brand of funny. And the 80s were a bit free and easy with some of the things you could and couldn't say. I mean, you certainly would be cancelled for it now. I wouldn't have thought that Mork and Mindy would have been that risque. Eh, I don't know. But in I saying know. that, I don't remember any of the themes other than the fact that he was in an egg. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's as far but as it I gets. I think it was a spin-off show. Yeah, it was. From Happy Days? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Which makes no sense whatsoever. None at all. Because Happy Days was set in the norm. Correct. And Mork and Mindy... Was not. And if you were ever going to do a spin-off, because I know they had Joni Loves Charchi, which is a spin-off show. They had Laverne and Shirley was a spin-off show from mm-hmm. Happy Days. They had Morecambe and Minnie was a spin-off. Why did they not do a Fonz spin-off show? 
with Henry Winkler. He was the main act. I mean, let's be honest. He was the one who carried the show. Yeah, that was it. Could you imagine that? Just a full week by week, him getting some tail. Fuck. (laughs) Take my money. I'm in for that. (sighs) I just don't know whether TV show called No One Fucks With The Fonz would really carry off. But anyway. (laughs) I'd watch it. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Right, number seven. Main actor. 80s. Yep. Watch with the kids. Who said that? Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You alluded to it. I know, and I really just tried to just... I know. Like, I mean, you're going to have to get up. No, no, but if you that's can the ask ca- the question. No, if that's the case, then, and you were having just casually kind of gone along with it, that means that you probably didn't. Oh, didn't I? So the kids have probably gone to bed. Had they? Yeah, very possibly. Are you sure? Yeah, because you watched it a little bit later at night. Did I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> or did I? Because we've had conversations where I've watched movies with the kids and not realised that the 80s were a bit free and easy with their, with their rating system. You have had that moment before. <laughs> have I made that another rookie mistake again? This is very true. Um, You're going to have to ask the question. No, was it a family-friendly movie? Was it like a PG film? I'm going to say the answer for eight is no. I know. Well, that also answers my other question then. <laughs> yeah, but I've got another extra question out of you. True. Look, I couldn't tell you the exact rating of it, but I'm assuming, I am assuming that it's yep. M. Uh, right. Um, oh, crap. You said it wasn't a venture, but is it science fiction? Oh, nine, no. Right. Okay, so it could have still yeah, no, could have I, gone that way. No, but I'm picking up what you're putting down. Right. So we're not... <laughs> um, were there any sequels made of this film, or was this film a sequel of uh, another film? Ten, no. Not that I'm aware okay, of. Okay, so it's a standalone film. It's not adventure. It's not sci-fi. You didn't watch it with your kids. I so believe... PG. Look, let me have a look. It has I'll a see main not actor was... in it. No, there doesn't appear to be a, a, um, a sequel. I couldn't tell you after watching the film i couldn't see that there could be a sequel out of it like i don't know where that would go but i mean fuck it's hollywood crap um okay no sequels god my brain's not going anywhere with this Mm, um did it involve the lead actor doing something such as driving cars or flying planes or anything like that at all we're up to 10 no no, right. There's a lot of no's it, coming at the moment. But you're eliminating things. True. That's Once again, I, I, I'm taking the theme of what you're saying of driving planes and all that kind of... I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it was um, like Tom Cruise in Days of Thunder. I'm not saying any of those. Right. It was more of a case of just trying to get the theme or the direction of the film that you mm. watched. Without the children, the son of science fiction and not an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but has a major... Actor in it. Yeah. Right. So in that case, then, was the film a drama? I would say 11, yes. Okay. So it's a drama from the 80s. I would say yes. Right. Up. It's one of those that can blend the the brand a little bit. Yeah. I, you, just, I think you'll- bend in the middle? I think if you had to pigeonhole it, that's the one you'd give it. Righto. Shite. Um, 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 is it an actor that's still acting now? 11? Yes. Yes. Okay. Right um, Whilst it was a drama, I do need to clarify, I think you'd probably put it in a comedy drama or something like that. A comedy drama? Like there was some funny in it. Okay. Um, but it was mainly, it's there for the drama. You're not there for the laughs, you're there for the drama, but you're getting some laughs while you're at it. 
Right. It's like when you go to Bunnings and you buy a sausage, you get onion with it, but you're there for the sausage. True. Or even more so, you could even say that you go to Bunnings to get a sausage. You're not there for the sausage. You're there for the hardware store, but you get the sausage anyway. Okay. That's another way. I mean, way. Uh, you know, just to advance it further. No, no. Sometimes I just go you to know, Bunnings for the sausage. You know, it's yeah. like, I mean, some people go out of a night. They're there for the drinks, but they get the sausage as well. Yeah. I mean, if you're lucky. <laughs> No onion, though. No. Oh, not, no. Not with that. <laughs> no, there might be tears, yeah. but no onion. <laughs> oh, nice. Especially Tasmania, too, mate. Then you find out it's inbred. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of movies, um, Netflix. Oh, they do well, don't they? They do, but they've got, they're going down a different route at the moment, which is really surprising. Mm. Netflix are bringing out... Uh, a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel. Oh, okay. And it, it's, not, it's not a reboot. It's not anything else. It's actually a sequel to the first movie, but it's set now. Mm. Um, and it's actually a Netflix original. So they're forgetting the any of the others? Because there was more than one I Texas. don't know whether they've just retconned the others or not. Mm. But there's been seven or something, I think. Yeah, there's been quite a lot. And then, yeah. you know, as Guy Pearce told us in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the Texas Chainsaw Mascara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some so. deep cuts for that film. Ooh. Great film, though. Um, Great Aussie film. Jesus Christ, actor mm. from the eighties movie Slater. Um, so initially, I was going Clint Eastwood, but then when he said mm. there with a few laughs and stuff, there was nothing he did in the eighties that had laughs in it, <gasps> unless it had a monkey. Mm. Was it a Clint Eastwood film? Eleven or twelve. Uh, 11? Uh, no. No. Damn it. And I think Any Which Way But Loose and Any Which Way You Can were both with an orangutan or an, an ape. Oh, don't get and technical with you. I think they were the 70s. Would they have been the 70s you or they? turn me any which way but loose. You just um, come up yeah, with that Yeah, look, question. you might be right. It might be late 70s. I reckon it's possibly more early 80s, eh? But, yeah, I could be wrong. You, I have another guess and I'll let you know. 1978. Holy shit. There mm. you go. Um, righto. God damn it. This An is orangutan, by the way. This was his name is Clyde. riveting podcasting right now. Isn't it just? Whew. I'm enjoying it. I mean, if anyone right now is saying, fucking ask that question. <laughs> you don't know how hard it is in this seat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you ever experienced a bum steer before? South Road hop <laughs> Bum steer. <laughs> Ah, right, oh, God damn it. Still acting now, back mm. then. See, I nearly went to uh, Mr. Ghostbusters himself as well. Mm. But then when he said you're there for the drama, though, that flipped the one on that as well. Mm. So I was even thinking, more there might have been, you know, there was a thing, maybe a little gopher in it. But I mean, that oh, might have been. Shack. No, I wasn't thinking Caddyshack. I was going further than that. Bill Murray? Yeah, wasn't actually a gopher. But, um, you know, when they repeat the day over and over again. Oh, Groundhog Day. Yeah. Great film. I'd <laughs> yeah. call that- But a- I think that was 90s, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Bill Murray, big fan. My favourite Bill Murray film, probably Stripes. One of the first that ones I ever watched. actually a good movie. Yeah. Mind you, you've got to see boobs, so <laughs> there's always an upside. That's one of the good things about the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Random boobs in movies. Perfect. Yeah, it wasn't really thought about back then. No, it's just- when are we going to put the boobs Thank in? God, <laughs> they didn't cancel boobs. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been bad? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Um, We're up to 12, by the way. You're the 13th question coming yeah, in. Yeah, I know. I've got absolutely no... What's I going to have any idea, do you think? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I, I actually had money on it that you would get it. 
I know. Well, you throw me away from sci-fi and you throw me away from adventure and you just put me onto bloody drama. Mm, and it's an actor. That- but you're caught up in the drama and I think you're... Overthinking it, you reckon? Yeah. I'd forget drama if I was you. Forget drama. Just like, leave the drama behind. Save the drama for your mama. Oh, Drew, thanks for the drama. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was born, there was drama. Yeah. So I think, yeah, just give that up and try and focus your your, your thought process elsewhere. Mm, okay. Focus it elsewhere. Um, uh, did it involve someone? Uh, no, that's a terrible question. Um, were there any medical issues in the film? Like, was someone sick? Oh, Philadelphia with Tom Hanks. Uh, the answer is... That would have been 90s, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. But on your answer, for 13 is no. no. Yeah. Right, oh. Um, was it about family, then? Mm. I mean, obviously, there might be a family in the movie, but it was was it contained really around a family? No. Fourteen, right? No, wasn't science fiction says no aliens that throws ET out. (laughs) Good movie though. Mm. Fucking scary movie though. Yeah, I find it scary to watch now. Yeah, not scary like life life sucking aliens. It's just like you look at a thing and this movie was fucked up, (laughs) and we got taken to the cinema to see it, and it was all cutesy like they were watch it, little (laughs) fucking plush dolls and really cool stuff, and ET trying to suck the life out of the kid. Mm. No wonder they tried to shoot the little fucker. Exactly. Jesus Christ. And then he dresses a terrorist in that (laughs) bloody basket (laughs) in the front. I mean, surely that's a sign. Durka Durkistan. Jesus. Ah, extreme terrorist, E.T. That's what it was. <laughs> extreme terrorist. <laughs> um, oh, question. Yes. What's E.T. short for? Extraterrestrial. <laughs> no fucking legs. That's <laughs> 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 good. That's good. I'll give you that. That joke in the last That's like week and a half. That's great. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Me neither. <sighs> right, so there wasn't a. I'm trying to suddenly look up what's on my movie collection. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? I reckon is a slight, maybe it'll be there somewhere. Possibility. If you were a normal person and you alphabetized your DVD collection, <laughs> I could look at it, but you don't. And that frustrates me. Well, at least then I could, at least like 20 of my questions had to start with A, to start with B. <laughs> Well, you've only got 26 there, mate. But mind so, you, you can eliminate quite a lot. Yeah, well, you, you're not going to... I mean, most of the the boring ladies in grow like, it's probably not going to be Q or Z or X. True. So you throw a few of those out mm. and suddenly you think, okay, it might be there. What have I got? Mm-hmm. And then it can har- narrow it down then to the 80s. Yeah. Because that's going to change. Then yeah. there might only be a few options and then bam. <laughs> well, Fuck, work, so, work that angle, buddy, yeah, on I'm question 14. Seven left, not six left. That's just not going to work. New... So it wasn't a venture, wasn't a drama. Okay, was it? Was it an action film then? Fourteen, no, because that would have worked with like the buddy sort of system and so forth, having a bit of comedy, but the drama behind it. I'm just getting sick and tired of this shit. Yeah, is that what you're thinking? Not not necessarily that, but that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, they're doing a Lethal Weapon five too. Of course they are. Come up, Mel coming back. Mel has come back, and he's also producing it, I believe. Um, and Danny, someone said, why aren't they bringing Danny Glover back? Because he doesn't like Mel's racist well, attitude. Well, <laughs> well, no, that I don't know whether the guy I mean, is able to walk very well anymore. Like these days. now. Yeah. I know that, 
I mean, the last movie he was in when he was reasonably healthy, I think, was Saw. Okay, so that's a, a couple of moons ago. I mean, ago. that's gone a few moons ago now. Yeah. And I just don't believe he's the fittest specimen. No, but are we, are any of us? True, you know, and you can't do everything with special effects. Um, righto, we're still trying to guess this movie, aren't we? Yeah, um, you can give right. up, I don't care. Ah, oh, crap. Um, um, I am um, starting to get a bit disappointed in you, and I'm going to... I know, I can guarantee it'll be obvious. Mm. My brain just isn't going to any 80s movies at all. Mm. Um, Forget about the 80s then. Try and focus on people in it. People in it. That might be an angle that you might want to explore. Okay. Or okay. maybe where it was set. That where might also set. be another thing. Um, it had... Oh, fuck. I can't believe I'm going to do this. It had a notable soundtrack. It had a notable soundtrack. Righto. Oh, fuck. It's like the biggest um, spoiler no, ever. No, it wouldn't be that. So. I nearly went to Roadhouse, to be honest. Ooh, nice. Um but that's not that's what I, that's not what I call a drama with some funny moments in it. You call it an, <laughs> an action film? <laughs> what would you call Roadhouse? Well, yeah. I'd call Roadhouse as almost a drama. I'd call it an action. An action film, yeah. Yeah, fair it is. I mean There were some funny moments. There was in a it. dramatic moment when he did like grab the throat out of someone with his own bare hands. Yeah, or when he kicked the guy yeah. in the balls with the knife in his toe. Hmm. You know. Yeah. It's all fun and games. Dramatic. Too. Until you get kicked in the nuts Ab- with this fucking... Absolutely dramatic. Righto. Dagger. It wasn't music for all the rest, so that doesn't come in all either. Um, Name a song from Roadhouse, though. <sighs> roll, baby, roll. I don't know if that was in it. I know Jeff Healy Band. Oh, really? have quite a few songs. Except with the band In the Cage in the movie. Oh, cool. Hmm. So. <laughs> anyway. 15, mate. Uh, yeah, thanks, mate. Mm. Um, notable soundtrack. Because soundtracks were big back then. Oh, soundtracks were huge for the eighties. They probably only had two decent songs on them, but they were still huge. Like "Take My Breath Away" or um, "Beyond uh, Danger Zone." The, uh, Lennox, what was his name? Uh, Loggins. Kenny, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. That got yeah. played like four times in that film. Oh yeah, it did. Um, <laughs> I mean, um, it's an interesting one to um, Tender Turner. You're simply the best. But I'm singing Thunderdome. Oh, fucking Mad Max. I'm trying to think, though. Was the song actually in the movie, or was it released afterwards because she was in the movie, and they sang the song and used bits out of the movie's uh, film clip? I don't know if I recall the song being in the movie. No, it was. I'm pretty sure it was. I think when they first um, meet the Thunderdome, you know, two men into one maiden leave. Beyond the Thunderdome. It's been a long time since I've watched that. We so it would have been, uh, what, number three? Yeah, probably. Mm. Angry Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Rose Tattoo. Yeah. We can't be beaten. I think he was, though. He was. Yeah. <laughs> he was decapitated, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Good on him. You know, he did really well. Uh, Righto, what have we got? Five questions left. Mm. Oh, God, soundtracks. Everyone else is saying, Jesus, Troy, just fucking ask some decent questions. Yeah. Um. Oh, Fuck. Okay. Was it a Western? Ooh, no, for 15. Fuck it. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, I might do that one. I mean, just, just 90s too. I was singing Young Guns. Yeah, but that was probably 90s. Yeah. 
But I would have given you that one. That's a notable soundtrack. Went to a big soundtrack. Fucking and it epic. also isn't a genre that's been mentioned before. Yep. And, and it is dramatic moments and does have a few funny moments in it. Yep. Would have ticked all the boxes. Um, would have been actors a that are still Fucking, acting today. Yep. It, that would be. If I watched that movie, I would have said yes. Fucking but Jesus I did not watch Christ. that film on Sunday night. <laughs> okay, in that case, then, uh, the thing I haven't gone to, is it a comedy? Oh, well, we kind of, okay, well, I'm going to give, say, 16, so it just, just ends. Um, we said it was a comedy drama. Well, I suppose you said there were some laughs, but is it a, um, I suppose, yeah, it doesn't matter it's a comedy then, does it? Yeah, but we're, we're going to end, put this horse to bed come right. on so it wouldn't have been Ferris Bueller's Day Off would it uh, that would be uh, 17 now no right. no, it was not Ferris Bueller's Day Off and that was definitely a comedy yeah it was yeah. great film though Bueller great film one of the first films I remember where they broke the fourth wall yeah yeah because that was before you even considered doing something like that back then correct and apparently they had seven of those Ferraris um, you know that got trashed yep but they weren't Ferraris. They were all just a shell of a Ferrari. And that scene where he, spoilers, <laughs> yeah. um, backs the Ferrari and the Ferrari goes out the yep. the thing and falls down the ravine, it took them hours because the car was so old and shitty it wouldn't even start. <laughs> <laughs> so all those people who were freaked out that they destroyed this beautiful Ferrari California or whatever it was. It was a piece of shit. It was just a piece of shit frame. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yep. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, 17, come on. 17, three fucking questions. You can do it. This is the most painful thing Mm. ever. You, yeah. Fuck me drunk. And and then I'm going to give you some hints and see how long it's going to take you to fucking based Uh, on hints. It annoys me that it's not sci-fi, it's not comedy, it's Mm. not fucking action. Once again, you may dispute those at the end of this. (laughs) It might be a sci-fi comedy action (laughs) set in the wild, wild west. I mean, really, space balls? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it's every genre's box. (laughs) Oh, okay. Righto. Um, um, It's not space balls. Um, Is the actor Mm. who was uh, the main lead in this film... Mm -hmm. Is he currently in, say, like a streaming TV series now? Like, is he popular now in something current? I'm going to say 17, no. Okay. That I don't know that he's in a current streaming. or And when I say current, I mean within the last three to five yeah, years. Yeah, right. That's fine. Because like a lot a- of the actors from certain eras, that they've gained longevity. Well, Costa now in Yellowstone, for instance. Correct. Gained longevity. Hmm. Um, out of suddenly appearing and being this wonderful actor in a series. Are they in the new Game of Thrones? Yeah, like whatever. Yeah. Righto, so no. Mm, you're up to 18. Righto. Um, 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 okay, because... Fuck, because... Because of the wonderful things he does. He's in amazing movies, but then again, he becomes a bit 90s too. But is Jeff Goldblum in this movie? 18 is no. Right. <laughs> what movie from the eighties can you name for Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> Would be my next question to you. Well, well, I'm trying to think what he did in the middle because he did Invasions of the Body, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I think that was seventy eight. Yeah, Independence then Day. Then he did um, Jurassic. Yes, all but that was early nineties, I yeah. think. Um, I don't know what he did in that decade, but it doesn't matter because he's never aged. Never. Mm. He's frozen in time. Yeah. Um, right. Two questions in. left. Two questions left. Lucky nineteen. Oh fuck me! Was it a box office success? Okay. I'm just trying to get anything out. I am going to go to... um, 
I, I really don't know why I don't like quizzes. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. It was interesting. The answer is yes for nineteen because it was the eighth highest grossing film worldwide of that year. Okay. So I would say that's a box office success. Oh yeah. It returned nine times its twenty million dollar budget. That's done pretty well. And back then, that's a fairly decent haul. That's fucking... I mean, it's not in-game money. No. But (laughs) what is? (laughs) That's that's a good haul back then. Yeah. So I would suggest when, when, you know, we look at the third umpire for the decision on this particular (laughs) question, I think I'm quite confident to say, yes, I would call it a success. Righto. Fair enough. Um, In that case, I'm just going to throw some names in. Um, was Richard Gere in this movie? No, 19 is no. Righto. Last question. Mark. Last question. Um, were there boobs? Oh, 20. Yes. Nice, because that makes it easier. Hmm. So what's your answer? <laughs> um, uh, my answer for a movie from the 80s. Yes. That it could possibly be. Hmm. Fuck. You've eliminated um, pretty much everything. <laughs> I pretty much did. <laughs> um, righto. We're going to go with uh, First Blood. <laughs> first Blood? <laughs> Rambo, First Blood. Because that's think- a drama with a few comedy moments <laughs> with an actor who's not in a streaming show at the moment. Okay. Who would have done pretty well. It received negative reviews. <laughs> this film was released in 1988. The name of the lead character, so not the actor who played the Okay. Lead, the lead character was Brian Flanagan. Brian Flanagan, FX. No. no. Very close because the second lead actor, his character's name was Doug Coughlin. Uh, we in, are we Ghostbusters? No. no. Well, and, I know both names, though. Oh, of course you do, because throughout oh, the years, or throughout the whole film, uh, the second lead actor commonly said to the first lead actor, blah, 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 Coglin's Law. Oh, Jesus Christ. Set originally <laughs> in New York. Starts the, the film starts in New York. Uh-huh. And then migrates to another country. And then returns back to uh, fuck. I just don't know. I'm trying to give you so many things without telling you one thing that I know that I, it's just going to give it to you. It's just going to give it to you. Flanagan, eighties. I reckon the lead actor who played Brian Flanagan today is still an A grade actor who commands mega bucks, not big bucks. Mega bucks. Mega bucks. Mega bucks. I'm talking this person has had a career since the 80s that has not faded. That's a big call. Fucking one of the biggest names in Hollywood ever. 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 Yep. Jesus I'm not Christ. saying he's the best. I'm just saying the biggest. He's fucking worked. And he just keeps on making movies that people go, yep, I'll take my money. Um, we're just trying to think. Um, are the ones that are still around? Bruce Willis? No. Uh, wouldn't be Nicholas Cage? No. Because, I mean, he's just all over the place now. Bigger than Bruce. Bigger than Bruce. 
bigger than so me. So we're talking actual actors. <laughs> <laughs> right, give me another hint of some kind. Jesus. His co-star, who played Doug Coughlin. So annoying me, so I know the characters' names. Was not American. Was not American. Oh, Christ. Why is this so painful for my brain? Mm, I can give you the lead females actor. Oh, shit. Okay. You may get it the from The actor or the character? Actress. Righto. Um, she appeared in The Karate Kid. Uh, Back to the Future. Yep. Two and three. So is that um, Swanson? Christy Swanson? Elizabeth. Elizabeth Shue. Shue. Was the lead female. Don't tell me it was the fucking Buffy movie. No, it was not the Buffy right. movie. Actually, that might have been 90s as well. Actually, no, it might have been 80s. Mm, maybe, but it was not. Right, hey. So Elizabeth Shue Elizabeth was that Shoe. person. Now you had she would have been very young back then, though. Mm. <laughs> she would have been a teenager. Yeah. If not below a teenager. That sounds wrong. Younger <laughs> than a teenager. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how old she was at the time. Mm. I don't have all that information there. Uh, nuts, still haven't got it. Uh, okay, I'm going to give you the second lead <laughs> oh, actor's Jesus name. Christ, this is the most painful podcast episode ever. Brian Brown. The, so I was close with the FX. I was kind of... He was in FX, yeah, yes. He was. This is not the film I watched on Saturday night because his co-star... Is and it, the lead is it, FX is not the film you watched. No, so, no. The f- co-star or the the lead actor in this film was one other, none other than Thomas Cruise. Oh, okay. Well, that makes it. Yeah. So, I wouldn't have even thought about Tom Cruise because it's obviously cocktail. Correct. <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> have even <laughs> thought about it. <sighs> yeah. So, what you mean by the, so what you mean by the soundtrack now? Ooh, I want to um, take you to Bermuda. Definitely not a science fiction. Come on, pretty Definitely mama. not an adventure. Key Largo, not a horror. Montego, baby, um, why don't we go? I, I, would, I would say it definitely is like a drama a with key. facets of comedy. Oh, there's a couple of things in it. It's a bit yeah. funny. I mean, Brian Brown, spoilers. Okay, so she wouldn't, no, she wouldn't have been that young then, if that's the case, because she, um, she was the sexy barmaid, wasn't she? she no, was, she was, she was she just the, the She was the tail, but she... Yeah. He met her down in Jamaica. Okay. And she was the- For some reason, I would have thought she would have been a lot younger back then. She was the summer fling. She might have been, you know, late teens or whatever. Yeah. And then they have a dalliance and she gets in the family way and he takes on a bet with Brian Brown that he can't bed some rich woman and she happens to see him from afar walking away with this sexy minx and ends the relationship and runs back to New York. Wowzers. Mm. Cocktail. We never even considered Tom Cruise. <laughs> How could you not, though? I mean, like, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're not wrong at all. Like, I actually watched um, Only Here probably a month, maybe two months ago, watched uh, Risky Business again for the first time for a long time Not a great well. film. No, that one didn't hold up as well as what I thought it would have It done. does not. I watched it as well. Yeah, it has a couple of little moments. Yep. Um, but as a complete film, it was actually pretty hokey and dodgy. Yeah. Cocktail. Is not that. Mm. Like, there's parts of Tom Cruise's acting which I find annoying, but I still find that now. Yeah. Um, but the story, I think, is fucking great. Brian Brown is just genius. It's funny that I went FX. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you even said Tom Cruise. I did. At one point. Yeah, I'm I did. Like, 
Um, would never, yeah, would never have got that. Do yourself a favor if you have not watched Cocktail in fucking four. It'll be on one of the streamers, surely. Uh, Disney Plus through their star is okay, how I watched it. Mm. Their Disney Plus has obviously bought some sort of old catalog, um, which they release under the the star brand. Um, and I think it came out through Paramount or somewhere like that. And so they've obviously bought that. And oh. I watched it and I just... Sounds I like you it. really enjoyed it. I really did. I didn't think I would. I've gone back to... That's one of those movies, to be honest, I thought would have been a, oh, this is cheap and nasty. That's what I thought as well. But what did I watch the other one? I watched the other one, Colour of Money, yep. with Tom Cruise. Once again, didn't hold up. Um, Interesting. But when I watched Cocktail... And I did the same as you, watch Risky Business, and went, ah, sort of hokey. Because I got really excited. I think that was on either Netflix or Stan or one of them. I can't remember which. And I saw it pop up, and I thought, fantastic. I've been wanting to watch that mm. again for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember that was a bit of a kind of a teenage kind of naughty movie to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every boy had that fantasy back then of, you know, looking after a call girl or something. Who wouldn't have? You know. Makes no fucking sense whatsoever. No, no, <laughs> but for some reason. Pimping ain't easy, yeah, mate. Exactly. Pimping ain't Pimpin easy. looked like a cool thing to do. Exactly. You know. Um, but Dance yeah, around your underwear. Wasn't um, good. And spoilers for anybody who's wanting to watch it. The end of the Brian Brown Character I'd forgotten about. Okay. I'd forgotten the whole storyline. I kind of remember that they went to Jamaica and they were trying to make money to for a bar and there was lots of, you know, tossing of bottles, but most of the story I'd forgotten. I just remember, all I remember back then is him asking him, did Jamaica pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> and he said, yes. That's that's all I remember. There you go. It's all about Jamaica. <laughs> she went of her own accord. Anyway, that's what I watched on Saturday night. Fantastic. It, I'm, I'm glad it took me nearly 40 minutes. <laughs> To not really even work out, to not work out what the fucking movie was. Uh, now, two years later, if anyone, if anyone is still listening to this right now, you are, you are mental. You've got you are mental. You've got no life. Speaking of no lives, two years later, I went to high school and I finished nineteen ninety. Wow, was there a diary? Yeah, I got the diary for oh, you. Fantastic. I'll, I'll get that in. Didn't because- the diary in last week? No, no school yeah, ended last right. week, but yeah. we've got two more weeks. This is the penultimate week of the diary. <sighs> I'll quickly rip through it. Um, I've got some characters from my friend Kev, who I sat next to. Fantastic. Um, a bit of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles montage there. Um, Monday the 3rd, Mel Smith was born in 1952. Fuck, I would laugh right now if there was a mention of Cocktail in this week. Wouldn't it Because that would have been the year it came out. Correct. Mark, <laughs> no, because this is 1990. It came out in 1988. Oh, it was 88. Yeah, sorry. I'm thinking yeah. I finished in 88. Yeah, Night King's Mill um, from the Hoodoo Gurus was born in 1954. Apparently on Wednesday the 5th, I went and enrolled at college. Hell, your regional college where wow, I was playing future. at Future, see it coming at me. Yeah, Little Richard was born in 1935 on the 5th. Uh, Thursday the 6th, Ben Watt from Everything But The Girl was born in 1962. C. Thomas Howell was born in 1960 on the <laughs> 7th. On the 8th, Rachel Friend, who was in Neighbours, apparently, was born in 1970. And former Prime Minister, put out your Medicare card, <laughs> Mr. Bob Hawke, was born on Sunday, well, he was born on the 9th of December in 1929. Rest in peace, Mr. Hawke. Yeah. So there you go, mate. That's a quick rip through the diary. That Once again. That was an incredibly quick rip through. It, well, like I said last week, it's not the page turner that it has been for the last 11 months. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny about that, though? Tell me. Well, Bob mm. was um, one of the person or people that died in our celebrity Deadpool. Yes. Did you realise someone else died this week? Have we got celebrity Deadpool news? We actually do. Really? Who? Peter Kundal. 
I saw that. I didn't know someone. Someone went- picked him. <laughs> I got asked the question today. Someone fucking picked him. So, Peter Cundall, my memory of Peter Cundall is he is like the David Attenborough of Australian gardening. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm just going to put it out there. Chris Williams, who was uh, the number one fan of my mum. Well done, Chris. Snaps <laughs> for you. I tell you what, though. Like, if you grew up in the same era as Troy and I, you could not have watched ABC TV in the 80s and 90s without having to sit through Peter fucking oh, Cundall. He was everywhere. With that little bit of a British twang that he had. <laughs> exactly. Fucking hell. And he was telling you about his ripe Marty's and <laughs> his stuff. Like, look, obviously, you see, I've you're, normally, no you're normally way in front of this. No, I've got no research. So Go I've jumped it. in. So I'm going to throw you some Peter Cundall news. For the first time in 40 years, we have Peter Cundall news. I tell you what, fuck me, mate. If I told you, let's do a podcast. And let's talk about, can you name a film from the 80s yep. for 40 minutes? Yep. And then we're going to go to late-breaking news from my we're diary from 1990. Yep. And we're going to- Finish it off. Fucking tar and feather that Bring bitch with, with- Peter Cundall. Peter Cundall news. Fucking hell. Bloody hell. And so, hit me with it. I'm, I'm all over my face, neck and so chest. I, Give I was, it to me. I was actually quite amazed. I'm going to go through a bit of stuff here because- this is not what I expected from a guy that plucked roses and fucking pulled weeds. Not at all. <laughs> Question. Do you know, has Peter got a plant named after him or a flower? Um, like the Cundle Lily? I, I, I'm not aware of it, no. Maybe it's a sex position. Maybe the Cundle Lily. <laughs> the Cundle Lily. Yeah, it's not, not Cundlingus. No, That's very different. Very Cundle Lily. Yeah, it's where you yeah, put a lily up your ass and pretend to be a yeah. vase. So- um, 1st of April 1927, he was born, April Fool's Day. Now, that cannot be a good start That's to your no life. That's no joke, though. That's no <laughs> joke. Uh, so, he was born into a poor home, mm-hmm. uh, in his words, yeah, the poorest of the poor in Manchester. Manchester. Yeah. Um, he, had, uh, he was the second of six children. Two of his brothers died when he was young. His father was an alcoholic and battered his mum. Obviously, he was a bit of flake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell. Wow. So, you know, uh, and apparently that put Cundall off alcohol forever. Oh, okay. Decided, you know what? Maybe drinking isn't good. He was a weed man. It, it makes my dad go and treat my mum like a bit of flake. And kill my two siblings. Yes. <laughs> so it wasn't real good there. So he went to a Catholic school mm-hmm. uh, because he never believed that he um, he needed to be what his family upbringing was. Okay. Um, and uh, he was told he was um, a, a kid who tried hard. Oh, you're a tryer. So, was he a 10-pound pom? Is that how he came to Australia? A 10-pound palm. Yeah. Is that when you just pay a little token and they take you over? Yeah, it was one of those things they did. Um, at, I can't remember what, what era. I what think it might have been in the population? 50s or 60s. Yeah, to basically get migrants from the UK to come to Australia, and they were called 10-pound palms. And that was part of the thing. They got given 10 pounds to come to mm. Australia. I don't know where, uh, fucking what era it was. That's you keep going it's with a little Peter bit different Cunner. from the um, fuck-off Scots. The fuck-off one. Scots, yeah. 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 Um, so, so I left school at 12. Um, loved reading and loved books and all that kind of stuff though. Worked as a milk boy mm. and as a tram conductor. Dude started doing stuff. But then towards the end of World War II, he joined British Army's parachute regiment. And he was stationed across Europe in many countries. Um, and then during these travels and so forth and during the war, he then visited many private and public gardens. So as he's doing all this stuff, he started learning about gardening. He so when did he come to Australia, did you say? Oh, uh, he hasn't got there yet. Oh, okay. Because no, so, I did find out just while we were oh, going home, post-war in the 40s, mm-hmm. 
the processing fee to migrate to Australia was ten pound. Ten pound. So they were called the ten pound poms because that's what they were given. Yep. To be able to migrate to Australia post World War Two. There you go. So get out of your shit situation. Start brand new. Yeah, around about the late forties. Go to Australia where convicts are. Fantastic. Yeah, fucking, it's great. <laughs> it's great, and, it, and it's ass tearingly hot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so he's basically he's doing all these wartime things, but he just started hanging around in gardens. It seems really weird, mm. like kind of bizarre. Was he the founding member of Ween? No, he was not. He did push not push little daisies. Make him come up. <laughs> so, um, what are we, in forty six? He was stationed in southeast Austria, and he was guarding captured Nazi troops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he was enticed across the border in Yugoslavia by a, a beautiful girl named Angela. And was arrested by Marshal Tito's forces. I don't know who Marshal, Marshal Tito is. <laughs> After she disappeared. Oh. He was sentenced without trial to four years imprisonment for espionage. And then uh, he was released into something in Italy um, and was in six months of solitary confinement. When he was pro- After the British pressure from the government came in, they led to his release. So he did six months. Of, of jail was solitary confinement. Fuck, no wonder he came to Australia as a crim. No <laughs> fucking plants there. No. Like just... He's growing moss. Yeah. So then he... Uh, he Mind came... you, if there were mushrooms there, it would have made him a fun guy. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> come on. Uh, so he wanted to come to Australia, so to get his immigration kicking a little bit faster, hmm. he enlisted in the Australian Army in oh, 1950. okay. We'll, we'll take any. <laughs> yeah, so we'll take fucking anyone. You're a pomp? Sure, come and, and here's, fight for us. And here's where he fucked up, though. Because oh. he thought he was because <laughs> he'd make good decisions before then. He thought he was enlisting in non in a non combat role as a librarian, right? right? Couldn't make this fucking shit up if you tried. Sounds like a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> Instead, he was posted to Korea with the Third oh, Battalion, shit. Um, and once again saw action overseas as a machine gunner during the Korean War. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I tell you what, reading was not his strong suit then if you didn't read the paperwork uh, But properly. then strangely enough then, you got all this war happening. Yes. And then it says, during a year and a half basing in Japan, he mm. studied Japanese garden bed design and rock garden construction. Of course. I mean, it's like, I'm going to go away to war and kill shitloads of people. Oh, a rockery. Bonsai! <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So yes. he, uh, he gained access to many public gardens, bonsai nurseries. There you go. He's the Mr. Miyagi uh, of the story. Regularly went to observe new gardens that were being built in Hiroshima, mm. which was undergoing construction or reconstruction, reconstruction after the atomic bombing in '45. Yeah, not lock grew, though, unfortunately. Yeah. So then, of course, he then came to Australia. He got involved with, uh, obviously, the gardening side of things. And um, from the 60s, started doing uh, talkback radio in Launceston. Yes. That's where he kicked off. Uh, and this is, of course, on ABC. Because that's course. what he's involved in forever. Um, originally, the program was called It's Growing. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> play, with, play with my yams. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't get away with that now, could you? It was just an eggplant emoji. <laughs> Uh, but then ended up going on, obviously, onto ABC TV with gardening shows and all the rest. Yes. And then Gardening Australia became one of the uh, longest running, most iconic shows in the country. Its, sub, it's um, working title was Sowing the Seeds. Sowing <laughs> the Seeds of Love. Of Love. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's basically his, his story. Fucking big. Until 2008, I think it was, when he actually finally um, jumped off radio and TV. Oh, he's still working up until then. Yeah, so, and he died at the age of 94. Oh, this well month. done, Pete. You're a so, bloody icon. 
doesn't we, say what it was. The family didn't really want any kerfuffle. They used to, it's a private ceremony. Is that um, a type of um, aphid? I think so. Yeah, the kerfuffle. <laughs> the kerfuffle. Yeah, definitely there. And um, strangely enough, he was a bit of a, um, uh, what could you say, uh, lover of the planet. You know, like oh, he was against yeah. pulp so, mills and he was he was one of the people that didn't want the Franklin Dam and all that kind of thing. Save so the trees. Bit of an environmentalist. Yeah. A lentil munching, tree hugging, hairy armpit brigade. It does make sense though when you consider he's such a garden lover and a plant lover True. and a lover of the earth. Well, the person I was speaking to today basically said he was the David Attenborough of gardening in yeah. Australia. That is a good way of saying it though because, I mean, not that Peter Cunder was ever on my radar really because I was never a gardening person, but fuck me, he was everywhere. Yeah, but I also, like, I can't remember a specific episode of Gardening Australia because there's just so fucking many. Oh, it was just a staple, pretty much. But I do remember his being very passionate about what he was talking about, like his delivery of... He was the Steve Irwin of gardening. Fucking oath he was. (laughs) Maybe he's Steve Point One, like he's like the beta Steve. (laughs) The beta Steve. The beta Steve Irwin. And Steve went, well, Pete's got the plants covered. I'm going to go into <laughs> crocodiles. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to say, you know, I'm, we haven't had a lot of Deadpool news lately because the wrong people are dying. But you know what? Thanks, Pete. Finally, S- the right person died. Six points. Mm. Six points, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100 less the age. And um, he was 94, so. Yeah, we'll give you six for that. Yeah. Well done, Chris. Well done, Chris. Not Good a lot job, of points, buddy. mate. Not a lot of points, but it still won't get you across <laughs> the line this year. It has been a very lean year. And once again, we need to get a Daryl involved to fucking do the math on all this. Yeah, there's going to be some... Uh, there's a mad bin to be done. Yeah. Actually, roadies, do me a solid because I am lazy and I've got a bit of shit on. Oh, speaking of a bit of shit on, uh, breaking news... I've been told I can announce this today. Oh, you were doing the you got the gig. I got the gig. I got the gig, ladies and gentlemen. If you've if you've tuned in over the last three months and you heard about my performance with the Alvis and Repertory Societies, a low a low, where I phenomenal, groundbreaking, should be award winning, Tony nominated (laughs) performance. Yeah, yes, Um, where I played Captain Alberto Bertarelli, the Italiano war hero, (laughs) with the bigger medals and the sexy. You know, I heard someone ring up. the radio station I work for has a few radio stations that they're joined up with, mm-hmm. and one of the shows Affiliated. that we do in the state is called um, Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks. And uh, there was, I just overheard an interview today where you could ring up and obviously have you a little bit of a bitch and moan, or you just tell people about what's going on, etc., oh, yes. etc., because uh, it's a bit of a talkback sort of a style. Sure. And this guy, all I could hear was this guy, high pitching it, and he was passionate about something. Really? And it reminded me of your Hitler <laughs> that you did when you had to go, really? had to stand up there and to go high pitch, and you basically had no breath left when you finished. <laughs> yes. So I'm listening to it, thinking, wow, this sounds like this guy's got some passion. <laughs> <laughs> or he's just had too many Red Bulls. Oh, he anyway. Was, he was gone. Out yeah. of that, mm. I was invited, and I believe now have been accepted, I mean, this is subject to change. Um, but on the eight, if you're not doing it, if you live on the northwest coast of Tasmania and you're not doing anything on the 18th of December and you feel like getting into Christmas. It would be a Saturday night. It would be a Saturday night. Getting into the Christmas spirit, get your ass to Mars or at the very least to Olveston. <laughs> it's close. Where one half of the South Road boys will be one half of the presenting team of the Olveston Christmas Carols. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. I knew you'd been kind of, this was a possibility for you. Yes. I didn't realize you were getting a new duo. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a side hustle, mate. It's, it's, it's not a permanent gig. It's, it's a one time yeah. only. I've, this is what one. George Michael said. Yeah, true. That's what Darren Hayes said when he left Savage Garden. 
You're not going to be the Andrew Ridgely of this show. It's fucking possible. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Not happy about this. HJ, not happy, Jean. Nice. Anyway, so we're going to be doing the hosting, co-hosting the Christmas Carol in Olveston. That's right, I've been kicked too. <laughs> like, fuck. So Just I'm going to be, Christmas. look, I'm going to give you one of my gags. I'm going to be bringing up my favourite Christmas movie of all time, which is Die Hard, and see how the Olveston Carolers take that. Um, but yeah, get yourself onto the Olveston Christmas Carols on the 18th mm. of December. You know, Die Hard also was a movie of the week on the gardening show. It's growing. <laughs> Back in the day with Peter Cundall. When they invented Roundup. <laughs> <laughs> Dear me, have you got anything else more, mate? Uh, look, mate, I, I have some things that I could mention, but, you know, we're sitting near the getting towards an hour, so after such riveting topics as set movie for 40 minutes. <laughs> yes. What the fuck happened in 1990 School Diary in the death of Peter Cundall? I don't know how we top it. <laughs> we just can't. <laughs> Fuck. Well, Rodies, um, it has been an absolute pleasure. It has, and I hope this isn't the first episode you've ever listened to because you've got the wrong end of the stick. <laughs> oh, yeah, you really have. It really is the sticky There's end of no the stick. There's been no sex robots. There's no. been no wheel, really weird fucking crew gags. Oh, the no AT real, gag was a bit of a, a No winner. big bloke-isms. No. Well. You know, like just, yeah, I'm a bit concerned. Oh, well. Um, so, Rodies, thank you. Uh, as we are hurtling towards Christmas... Do me a favour, actually. This is what I was going to say. I'm really busy. Do me a favour. Go through your Deadpool list. Yeah. All look. you have to look up is like 20 names. Yeah. Some of you. Yeah, we've got to look up fucking 400 odd. <laughs> if not more. So look up your 20 names and just tell me if they're dead or not. Yeah, it's not that hard. Like just send me a message via our Facebook or via our website or send a raven or whatever it happens to be. I just need to know, have any of your celebrities died? I mean- yeah, that's right. Most okay. of you go to bed of a night anyway. You're bored. You jump on and you Google, have I got cancer? Exactly. And like, you, you know, you, you've got fucking all the cancers. Like, you've fucking got all of them by the end of the night. You do that every night pretty much because life is just boring. Yes. And you've got a sniffle and it means that you've definitely got brain cancer. It's inoperable. Um, while you're doing that, <laughs> just check to see if other people have died too. Exactly. It's not that hard. Maybe if you find other people are dead, it might make you feel a bit better about your situation. Oh, that's a great thing. You can go, at least I'm not look dead. Look at it as a positive. Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> Anyway, Roadies, on that, I am Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. For now. (laughs) Fucking hate you. (laughs) 